Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. I am here, yes, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, and I have a really fun guest with me today. Her name is Connie Whitman. Welcome, Connie. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. So glad that you are here. So let me tell everybody who you are because they're like, all right, who is this Connie chick, right? So Connie is known for her high energy, passionate, and enthusiastic approach to teaching and coaching. Connie is the founder and CEO of Whitman Associates and helps ambitious business owners, leaders, and sales teams build powerhouse organizations to achieve wildly outrageous goals. Ooh, I like that. Oh, that's so sexy. An international speaker and influencer, Connie's inspired teaching and transformational tools and content ensures business owners and salespeople grow their revenue streams through enhanced internal and external communication skills while developing strong relationship-based cultures. Oh, and see, this is why you and I connected. I love this. Her recently released book, ESP, easy sales process, seven steps to sales success, achieved number one international bestseller in 20 categories. Oh, oh, I can't wait to talk about this. As a radio show host, she is thrilled to share inspiring content on her weekly international podcast, Enlightenment of Change, as a free resource for professionals looking to fast track their careers. So, Oh my gosh, you're a perfect fit for the show. I'm so Thank excited you. to have you here, Connie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait. I can't wait for our conversation. Let's have some fun. Yes, 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 yes. So first of all, that gives us the, the 30,000 foot view of Connie. Give us a little bit of the back history. How did you get to where you are as, a, as an international best-selling sales author? How did that happen? fascinating, right? Because we think sales, boring. Um, So really, my story is actually kind of boring. So I grew up in the financial service industry, and I've been in the financial sales for 38 years. 20 of those years have been my business. And like many of you, right, we have to pivot and shift as life throws us whatever it throws us. And 20 years ago, I had babies. I had a one-year-old and a four-year-old, and I was working for a bank at the time, and I was a trust officer. I dealt with wealth, uh, high-wealth individuals. And the company that bought us, I did not want to work for. They were anti-customer service. And, you know, my whole premise of life, business, you know, my professional career is about building relationships. So I remember coming home and saying to my husband, yeah, I don't want to work for them. He's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to start my own business. We have babies at home, right? And a mortgage and all of those things. But I had been, I had achieved the senior vice president level. So I had a really nice package. It was about a 13 month package. So I was able to pivot and create this business. And that was 20 years ago. So the, the cool thing though, is that I've always been in sales and intangible sales because you can't touch financial 
products or services. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where sales is sales. Let's face it, guys. And it's really about building relationships. So the book, you know, 38 years of experience, I threw into that book with stories and exercises. And it's just my seven step process that I've used through my career that's duplicatable, but I also know works because I've made a beautiful living, you know, knock on wood, being in sales for so many years. So I'm just blessed, you know, I'm really blessed. And I love sharing what I know with the rest of the world. Oh, I love it. So the book is I want to make sure I get this right. Easy sales process, right? So it's seven steps that you just brought up. So what do you say we just take people through, again, the 30,000 foot view, the, the seven steps, and then if they want more, if they hear the process and they go, oh man, that sounds pretty, that sounds pretty hot. I think I want that. Then what we'll do is we'll, we'll let them know how they can get the Kindle version and how they can connect with you to take maybe a deeper dive into those seven steps. What do you think? Yes, that sounds perfect. And, and it's funny, the book is ESP, Easy Sales Process, but I deliberately chose ESP because as salespeople, we really do have to have that really intimate, and I don't mean that in a weird way, right. but intimate connection with the client. So it's the ESP. And my seven steps go like this. First step is, you got to be prepared. And that means not only preparing your stuff for, the, for meetings and whatever, but you have to have your questions prepared. You have to have your value statement prepared. You have to have time management skills, right? Organizational skills. All of that is part of preparation. So mm-hmm. every step I'm going to take you through, there's a lot of sub skills, but here's the, here's the basic premise. Step number two, building rapport. If you don't connect, and really it's nanoseconds at times, but you, you have less than 30 seconds to connect with whoever the person is that you're trying to sell or share your um, service or sales, whatever, a product or sales, whatever it is. Step number three is your open-ended questions. Are you armed? Do you have your questions? Are they good questions? And do they answer the question what's in it for the customer, right from the questioning stage. Customers should be talking 70%. You should be talking 30%. If you're not, you're doing it wrong, okay? Because you're not finding out about the client, right? Right, Jen? A freaking men. I I literally just had this conversation with someone else this morning. I'm like, who is a professional salesperson? And I'm like, the more you talk, you lose. You're losing the customer. You're losing the sale because you aren't, the more you talk, the less you can listen. Well, and, and I learned early on in my sales career, I had a, a regional manager were in a meeting and he said, you have two ears, one mouth. I'm a visual learner. And I thought, yeah, we should be listening twice as much as we speak. But really, mm-hmm. really, through my experience, we should be talking 30% of the time. Customer has to be talking 70% because it's not about us. It's about the customer. So stay focused on that, right? Amen. I could give and, a standing ovation right now. I would. <laughs> here's the thing though, Jen. Doesn't that make sense? Yes. We don't do it. We're like, let me tell you what I do. Let me tell you, oh, my product. Shut up. Because it, it's not about you. It's about the customer. And so that's really important. So then step number four is listen. Two ears, one mouth. Virt- I call it the virtual duct tape. Put it on. So you truly go into listening mode. So those questions listening, they're really tethered together tightly, 
the better you listen, the more successful you're going to be. Next step is the presentation. So is your presentation the what's in it for, the with him, right? We've all heard what's in it for me, mm -hmm. the me being the customer. So everything you're saying, are you saying to the customer, hey, you get this. Oh my gosh, we can help you with that. So the customer is leaning in and leaning in and leaning in saying, how fast can we get this going? So you have to, if your questions were good and you listen and heard all of the hot spots, pain points, whatever you want to call it, your presentation is going to be spot on. And that it's like, I call it the light from heavens. It comes shining down on the, on the client telling you, ta-da, like this is what they need. And it should scream at you if you did a good enough job with the questions, listening, being prepared, building rapport. It all goes together. Yeah. At the end of presentation, my step, my, my sixth step is called confirming the relationship. It's not closing a sale. I hate that terminology. We close a window. We close a relationship. You're building that relationship with the client. We want more stuff with the client. We want to offer packages. And oh, by the way, we want to get referrals. So that building client relationship, that last step is, is, is confirming the relationship, either making the sale or schedule. Let's say they say, oh, I like what you're offering, but my spouse or my partner or somebody else has to be in it with me. I can't make that decision alone. You end by saying, awesome, let's get them on the phone. Let's schedule that right now. Let's keep this momentum going. Let's get this implemented. Oh, I'm so excited to meet your partner but you're still confirming the relationship, right? You're keeping yes. them in what I call the sales loop. And then the last one is follow-up. My follow-up is called CPR follow-up. So you keep the client alive in your life. <laughs> it's, 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 seriously, I have images. All of this stuff is downloadable on my website, my loops and this CPR follow-up. CPR, consistent, persistent. Here's the big word, respectful follow-up. Don't be an obnoxious jerk and be in their face. Make sure that your whatever your follow-up process, you know, time management, let's organize it, get it in Outlook or whatever calendar Google that you use, but it has to be consistent, persistent, respectful. And then you pop up, Jen, you pop up on my Google calendar. And before I even pick up the phone, Zoom with you, I'm going through all my notes and I'm preparing we get back on, I build the rapport, I ask new questions, I listen, I present, I ask for the business or ask for the next appointment or ask for the referral. And then you go into my follow-up calendar and we just continue the loops on. And I call them the Connie Whitman loops. Love that. Oh my gosh. So just from that, that overview, I've already had my own aha moment. Okay. My own light bulb moment that I want to share with you. And this is probably something that has, this is probably already occurred to you because of the way you worded it. So for me, the aha moment came in the, I don't close customers. I don't close sales. I confirm. And one of the biggest things that I think that holds people back from follow up and follow through on the rest of the relationship is because they think of closing the sale. Closing has like an ending like mentality to it. Absolutely. Right? And so if mentally you've closed them, you've got the sale, mentally then, if you're thinking of it that way, it's done. It's over. Well, that's why you lose your customers because you quit building the relationship. You quit taking care of them because in your head- Absolutely. It's done. You got them. It's done because you got what you wanted from them the money. Right. And you know, what's funny, Jen, that's very oh. smart. I know like phew, mind blower, right? Mind blower. 
the word close. And when people come into my training or any of my classes and they say, oh, I, I, I need to get really good at closing the sale. Here's the reality. That's the easiest step of the seven steps. Because if you right? do off really good and you're really good with your follow-up coming from this place of care, that piece is so we could get started today. All I need is your ID. All I need is your PayPal account. That's your that's your asking for the business. It should seriously be as easy as that. And I just want to share one more thing, guys. If you do want to buy the book, Kindle version, you don't need a Kindle. I watch, I watch, I read my books on my iPad. They call it Kindle on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's six ninety nine. So I, I give you all of this information. I share the crazy stories of the things I've been through in my career. So hopefully you don't make those same pitfalls, but I give you exercises. Here's, here's the cool thing of, of what I wanted to say is as you do those exercises and you develop the skills, when you get to asking for the business piece, it becomes super simple. And here's the first line. I think it's the first chapter of the book. And this is what I say, uh, Jen, if you're not selling from a place of love, you're doing it wrong. And then my second mm. sentence is, for those of you who don't know who Connie Whitman is, you're like, this chick's out of her mind. <laughs> and then I think my third sentence is, read on to further understand what I'm talking about. But if everything, all of those steps, if you're coming truly from a place of love where I am here to help whoever is in front of me, it doesn't matter what your product or service, it doesn't matter. If the person in front of you is truly first and foremost, and your objective to help them, the rest happens with ease. So you have to come from a place of love. I call it selling from a place of love. It sounds so goofy, but think about it when we're in love mode and truly coming from this place of kind and love, and I I care about you and I want to help you. You really matter to me, whoever that person is. Your vibration is higher. The person is going to be, they're going to feel it and they're going to open to you. You just have to get really good at all those steps. So asking for the businesses, hey, let's get this party started. And they're like, sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I th- Do you know Scott Conway? You know that name. Okay. You need to meet Scott Conway if you don't know him. So if you knew him, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, I'm not sure you would, you need to know Scott Conway, Scott Conway, because okay. you guys, oh my gosh. So he has a, a program called Ohana and I've interviewed him on the podcast before. So if you want to go listen to the pot to, to that episode yeah. with Scott Conway, it, he's Scott with one T just so you know, when you're looking for it. But when he talks about his Ohana, the last A stands for aloha, the Hawaiian, the Hawaiian word for love. Sure. And the definition of aloha, so not just the, the translation, right? Aloha means love. That's translate, right? But the true definition of aloha is I want the best for you. I want to be the best for you. And I want transcendent joy for you. Yes. Right. That's sales. Isn't that sales? Yes, exactly. Because then you're listening to somebody because there have been people when I've been having a quote unquote sales conversation with somebody and by the end of it, I'm like, you don't need me. Right. You're not ready for my process. There's nope. someone else you need to talk to first. So you're going to go to them first. And once yeah. you go, go through and complete that process, then if you still think you need me, let's have a conversation. But right now, if you try to come to me, we're, you're not going to get the results you think you want. Right? You're not ready because for it. You're, yeah, you're not there yet. So 
I'm going to send you to this other person who's going to get you to that place, who's going to get you to that, to, to where you need to be in order to make the difference in your business that you want to make. Absolutely. But you're not there yet. So I know I'm not the best for you. Right. Right. And so I, I got oh, good. You, you got to know Scott Conway because holy crap, you two are on the same, like, let's go woo woo. You're on the same vibrational <laughs> level right now. Right. Well, isn't, isn't that funny? Aren't we all as, as business owners, don't we have a foot in both worlds? If you don't believe in that honest, loving world, universe, whatever you want to call it, source, yeah. that you don't believe we are all part of each other, how can you possibly be good at sales or possibly be good at business? And here's the other thing. The more I give, the more I get. And, and for 20 years, you know, I knock on wood every time I say this, Jen, I live off referrals. I don't ever make cold calls, which are horrifying for anybody that does that. It's mm -hmm. all about building your network, building relationships. You build relationships, you will get referrals out the wazoo and it's effortless because you're doing the right thing. As soon as right. you start looking, now, I need to make a sale. I got to pay my mortgage. Oh my God, how much money commission, how much commission I can make right now? Horrifying to me. How much can I help this person? The rest falls into place because you're coming from that right place from the universe, right? God, whatever you want to call it. Right. But you need. I think you need a foot in both worlds, personally. I definitely agree with that because, you know, when I started my business, my coaching practice in 2017, so I've been coaching since 2011, but I, I came out and started my own business in 2017. I was very Midwestern, you know, Bible belt, you know, mind oriented. Sure. And when I went to my first woo-woo conference, right, it, it was a podcasting conference, but there were so many woo-woo people there. I heard the term woo-woo literally every five minutes coming out it's of funny. somebody's mouth around me. Well, what I do is a little woo-woo. And I'm like, what the hell is with all this woo-woo shit? Isn't that funny? Now it's it, now we all know what woo-woo means, right? right? It's, it's a thing. I'm like, what, what, what is all of this? But really, you know, this is kind of how I've been living my life, who I've been. And I was like, oh my gosh, I could finally explain to other people because I've had people going, of course you're successful in business because, of course you're successful in sales because you're you, right? What does that mean? Exactly. And I was like, well, I, I don't know how to teach somebody to be me because I don't want them to be me. That's right. Right. But they think it's not possible for them. So once I figured out, oh, all of this is a teachable, learnable skill. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Now That's I just right. got to be able to break it down. Right. That's right. And this, and, and it all comes from this mindset. Absolutely. You know, of I'm here to serve the person across the table from me. That's right right? The person on the other side of the Zoom, the person on the other side of the phone. I'm here to serve them, right? We've been connected for whatever reason that is. Maybe it's because we are meant to do business together, that I have something that's going to help them in some way, solve a problem in their life somehow. Totally. But maybe the way I'm solving their problem is by introducing them to somebody else. Exactly. I mean, ha! Huh. And that's, and that in and of itself I have people come back to me. Thank you so much for that introduction. What can I do for you? It's funny you say that because I connect, like today I've sent three emails <laughs> connecting different people. And then what happens is all of a sudden I'll get an email from someone. Oh, you know, so-and-so, and they said, I need to talk to you and you're going to be able to help me. 
And I'm like, okay, what, like, what's going on? And they're like, I don't, I have this, this situation. Usually it's something sales related, but Juan told me you're the person. So I never did business with Juan, but because I'm connecting and sharing and this and that, and you, you have a good, good, I call it good mojo, right? Yeah. You're getting referrals for people that you didn't even do business with because they love you because you're you. And that, and I think we try to be something we're not. I am, I'm a goofball. <laughs> how I'm talking to you is how I talk to my husband and kids. It's how I talk to my clients. You know, I'm like a, how you doing kind of chick. The thing is, and I'm on the East coast, right? So we're yep. aggressive and all those things, which I laugh at because yeah, I have high energy and I am aggressive, but without being disrespectful, I am the epitome of respect, especially for people I deal with. I love all of my guests on my show. I love being on shows like yours. I love love my clients. I love helping people. I come from a place of love. It's easy when you find it, but you, you got to get there, peeps. You got to get there, right? Right. And once you do, all of a sudden, it's really like the parting of the seas. Life becomes easy. It's remarkable. Absolutely. It's remarkable. And- and that's why I think you and you and Scott would be a great connection Yeah. because when you've got people telling you, well, how did you become this, this, human being of, of who is joyful and loving and connecting and caring and and the sales just show up for you totally <laughs> right totally what you just said when totally. when you're sitting there going well you know maybe you need a little ohana in your life right it's it's i love it because that was the moment when i had this aha of holy crap i can teach people how to how to be jenny without being Jenny. They can still be Susie. They can still be Judy, but That's right. they've got that piece that they think they don't have, you know, cause it's, it's so, so doable. <laughs> but you see how your light bulb went off when I said that about not closing the sale and you were like, wait a minute, what? You yeah. knew that I just phrased it for you to say, holy crap, I can articulate how to do that now, right? Yes. That's just the aha moments. Exactly. And, and so n- now I'm sitting here going, okay, I know what I'm reading this Sunday. I'm going to be reading her book. <laughs> right? And here's, and, and Jed, here's the funny thing. The book, you know, you buy it for six nine. I don't even think I get like a royalty. For me, it's, I know. See, it's never about the money. It's if it can make, help you move your needle and then you need mm-hmm. more of me. Cool, ma'am. Let's hook up. Let's 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 exactly. do our thing, right? Exactly. And here's a big takeaway, listener. No matter no matter who I have on the other side of the microphone, no matter who what book you're reading, if you connect with that author's content, yeah. Don't assume that it ends when you close the book. Don't assume when it, it that it ends as soon as you turn off your your device, right? Or your Audible or however it is that you're getting this information. Go search them out because nowadays authorship is not the end of the the sharing of information. A book is not the end. Many times it's just the gateway into their world. It's the first step. So when you read Connie's book, go, holy crap, this is freaking amazing. She breaks down the sales process into these seven easy steps. If I just do this, this, this with every person I talk to, love on them, ask them questions, listen to what they have to say. And we're going to dive deeper into that in just a hot minute here. Cause that, that one, I think people listening is a skill, right? Listening for sales is a skill, but we'll get into that. But the book is just a gateway. It's just a gateway. 
go look at their website. When they include their website at the beginning of the book and at the end of the book, go to it because they oftentimes have additional courses. They oftentimes have additional freebie giveaways, worksheets, you know, all kinds of different things that you can access. You don't, you don't have to spend a ton of money with somebody, but frankly, let's be honest. And, and I talk about this literally every time I teach about what the benefit of coaching is. What you learn for free is just the tip of the iceberg. It's literally less than 10% of the, the results that you're going to get when you have someone awesome like Connie, right? The free stuff, the book, that's, that's, that's 10%. You know, the things you pay for, the online courses, that maybe gives you another 10 to 20% bump in information and results. But when you decide that, you know what, it's time to go all in. I, I want the results that she's talking about. The coaching, the mentoring in working with somebody, the difference in working with a Canfield trained coach versus working with Jack Canfield, <laughs> right? Yeah. So if you're working with the person who literally wrote the book, what do you think your results might be? What do you think your results might be? Remarkable. Holy crap. Because totally. You know, you don't go hire someone who's got the, th the third level of information. You go, you go to the person who literally wrote the book. Yeah. Go to the yeah. person who wrote the book. So the book is not the end, guys. The book is not the end. That's, that's takeaway number two from this. So first of all, don't close, confirm. Confirm the relationship. Confirm that this is the beginning beginning of something That's with right. your client. Secondly, when you finish reading the book, don't stop there. Go seek out more. If you connected with that content, go seek more. Now, third, let's get into listening. How do you listen in order to be able to go from, is this person my client to confirming the relationship? What are some, uh, maybe one, two or three easy listening things that we can apply moving forward? Yeah, and that this, listening, guys, we we I say hearing is is a mandatory thing unless God forbid you're hearing impaired, right? Listening is an optional skill. Most humans we opt out. We take t turns talking at each other. So Jenny, when you shut up, I'm going to say. Then I'm talking, and Jenny's thinking. Well, when she shuts up, I'm going to say. We do it all day long. We check in, we check out in our conversations. So here's a couple of strategies when you're with the client. Try to eliminate as many distractions as you can. So we're doing this show. My phone is on do not disturb. I, am, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to hear pings. I'm present and I'm engaged and I'm listening. Second thing you can do, whenever you're with a client, make sure you're taking notes. Think, use keywords that they're saying, their hot buttons, because they're going to share the pains. Their, their words that they're going to choose are going to be charged words. Write them down. Don't be a parrot when you present, but you want to use their words in how you present because they're going to think, this chick gets me. Oh my God. I said, I'm terrified. She knows I'm terrified. Whether I know what she means or you mean by terrified, my word, their words came out of my mouth. So what are those charged words? You got to take notes during it. And the last one, really before either one of them, you got to go in prepared. Have your questions organized. And I always say when I go to a new client, I always have an agenda with me so that they can look at it. And then my agenda, I leave space after each of my questions. Here's another little tip. So I can write a whole bunch of notes in there relevant to that question for them. When I go to present, I know where to look to, for part of my presentation. So it's just See, organizational skills, you got to be organized throughout. I have eight questions. 
no matter what client I sit in front of, don't care the size, don't care what they, their needs are. It's going to be sales related, of course, or leadership related. I have eight questions. I use those eight questions for the past 20 years. They work. Find your questions and then, and then just use them over and over and over again. So you kind of have to, they're the three main things. Make sure your questions are good ones. 70% of the time they're talking, you're listening, take notes, shut everything off, be present. It's not easy to be present for humans. Our attention span, I think, is down to six months. I think a goldfish has longer attention span than humans. Sad. <laughs> Sad. Hey, this is what's going on. Right. Taking notes helps you hear writing and write them. I don't yeah. ever do it on a computer. I write them. It's a whole different neurological response. Absolutely. And then you can use that in your presentation, those words. Absolutely. And the important thing, I think, out of all of that is don't write down what you think they said. Write down exactly what they said. Now, this doesn't mean write down word for word verbatim everything that comes out of their mouth. Right. What, what you do want to write down are, are those, as you call them, charged words, right? And don't paraphrase when you're going back to them. Use their own language because then they feel heard. Totally. They feel like you understand them. Even if you don't necessarily have the same definition of that word, doesn't matter. It's whatever it means to them. Perception's reality. <sighs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> right? And then, and then you are able to have a real conversation with them because how many salespeople truly, truly listen to the other person without their own agenda? And that's yep. why... That's why sales oftentimes feels gross to people because you're focusing on the wrong thing. Absolutely. You're focusing on the wrong thing. You're focusing on what you get out of the sale, which is why when, when it closes, you think you're done. Yep. Right? Ah. Oh. Yeah. I am anybody, so in love with this. <laughs> and it's so funny, Jen, anybody that feels like sales is icky or pushy, I'm telling you, you're, you're, you're doing it wrong. Just, just know that. And where, wherever you go from there, whether you read my book or not, if it feels icky or sleazy or pushy or uncomfortable, you're doing it wrong. I have never been uncomfortable since I was in my 20s doing financial sales because I loved helping whoever that person was educate. Another thing, another word I use when I say sales, my job is to educate. My job is to provide the solution. My job is to, when they leave me, they better be better off than before they met me. And if they're not, I didn't do my job. Oh my God. Okay. For those of you who are listening right now, you can't see me. I was literally on the, uh, uh, behind my microphone, celebrating silently, just yes, arms in the air going, go Connie, go that. Yes. Preach it. Cause well, I didn't mean so to be true. preachy guys. I so no, didn't mean to be preachy. It's, I 100% agree. Anybody, anybody who has talked to me since I started my own sales business in 2010, has heard those same words come out of my mouth. I want to help educate you to make the best buying decision. I'm not selling to you. I want you to make the best buying decision for you. And if that's not me, okay. So I came from a direct sales jewelry business. I literally had somebody come to me and say, hey, I'm looking for this particular kind of style of necklace. Well, my company didn't have that. But I knew a lady who was with a different company who had the exact necklace that this chick was looking for. And I said, go talk to my friend, Lisa. She's got it. 
She's with a different company, but that's what you're looking for. That's what you want. Go talk to her. She was like, I can't believe you're sending me somewhere. It was like the miracle on 34th street thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Santa yeah. Claus is saying, go to the other store, go yeah, to not yeah. Macy's, right? Yeah. Go to Gimbel's. <laughs> yeah. Go to, exactly. Gimbel's. I could, uh, anyway. I'm old. <laughs> No, but I've seen that movie so many times. You'd think I remember it by now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I, I literally said, go talk to my friend, Lisa. She's got that exact necklace that you're talking about. You know, here, I'll call her up. I'll make sure she's ready to talk to you. And I connected them. So, cool. you know, and then what, w- what was so much fun is then the next time that gal needed something, she went to both of us and said, hey, now I'm looking for this. And in that particular case, my company had it. Lisa's didn't. So it, you know, it's like she couldn't believe we were working together. And I was like, well, we have two very different styles of jewelry. It's all good. I'm not going to keep you from getting what you want. Because then the next time I sell you, because then I sell you something that you didn't really want. You're like, eh, it's okay. You're not going to be in love with it. What and you're never you, going to get, you'll never get repeat business from that person. You'll never come back to me ever again because I sold you something you didn't really want. Yep. You wanted a Camaro and I sold you a Mustang. Two different things. Totally. <laughs> you know, the other thing too, Jen, and I bet you find this with your clients, the mindset's important because if you have that poverty mentality, well, it's the client. I have to sell them. I'm not going to send them somewhere else. These, these two chicks are crazy. It's the opposite. When you, be, I believe that there's so much business out there that if, if I don't resonate with someone, I'm cool with that because everybody isn't going to like my style. I get it. And if I do resonate, awesome. We can create magic, but there's enough business out there that I'm open to whatever finds me is supposed to find me. If I force it, it becomes a really uncomfortable relationship. And typically we don't want to work with each other. That's misery. So I don't ever accept business. If it's not the match, I just say, Hey, listen, I'm not the one you really need to go. This is more of what you're looking for because I won't discount my prices either because I know what I bring to the table. So if somebody tries to debate that with me, well, uh, you know, I can't, if you can't afford it, I'm cool with that. Here's another vendor that maybe is more price uh, efficient for you. That's totally cool. But if, if you get into, and I, I don't mean this in a weird way, but again, into bed with that person, it's mm-hmm. going to be a miserable relationship. My life is too short and I think life is too short. I want to have fun and I want to enjoy and play with my clients, not be in misery and constantly justifying myself. I want them to come to me with excitement saying, oh my God, this is the next thing. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Tell me what to do next. That's the people I want to do business with, right? It becomes this flourishing, lovely, magical relationship, not misery. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, Connie, this is, this is really and truly the beginning of a beautiful relationship, my friend. Yeah, we're on the same page. We're twin sisters, baby. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Twin sisters, a blonde and a brunette here. Totally. You know, oh my God, I love this. No, but I, I, I just love the, the, I, I definitely agree because there are, there are so many people out there who do what I do. You would think that direct sales coach, network marketing coach is a fairly unique position. Oh, hell no. There are hundreds, if not thousands of others who do the same thing I do. But here's the thing. Even though we do the same thing, we don't do the same thing. We have different programs. We have different personalities. We work best with certain personality types. We have different pricing structures. So I've had people come to me because I was at a certain price range that fit their budget that was, you know, what they wanted, what they needed, and it wasn't what somebody else had, right? Right. Great. And vice versa. Right. I've sent, I've sent other people going, 
no, you don't, you don't want me. <laughs> and that's okay. You think you do. What you really want is this person over here who does exactly what you're asking for. So, that's right. oh my gosh. Yeah. And let me tell you that the few times when I first started my coaching business, when I, when I made the mistake of, you know, cause I've made that mistake of discounting myself. Mm-hmm. We all right? do it. We all right? did it at Especially the right mm-hmm. at the beginning. Right. Cause sure. you're just like, I just got to get, I just got to get the ball sure. rolling. I got to get right. Sure. Those clients were sometimes the most difficult. And I very quickly went, if I had just stuck to my guns, I would have found someone more like this other client who did not question my pricing, said, good, let's go. And that client I never had an issue with because they, they immediately saw the value. If they don't see the value in your pricing, move on. They move are on. not for you. That's the first indication. Well, can we, can we knock it down by doing this? Can we knock it down? Mm, not for you. <laughs> That's right. This is not going to, you know, and, and some people don't know how to get out of that conversation. So how would you recommend in that situation? How, how would you have someone share that verbiage? Yeah, it's a really good question. I think I would really say to them, Hey, listen, clearly you're not ready for me or clearly I don't think we're on the same page with this. I think I know what you're looking for. Let me see if I could find someone that is where you are with what you're ready to do in your you know, your journey, your, your evolution of whatever you're trying to, to create. So let me do some research for you, okay? I would absolutely hand it off. And if you can't, where you don't know anyone, I might say, you know what? I would go back and do some research. These would be the keywords I would search. And I'm sure you'd be able to find someone who can meet you where you are. I'm clearly not what you're looking for. And if they say, well, no, you are, and, but no, I'm not, because if this, this is my price structure, if I discount it for you, what about all my other clients? I, could, I would never betray my peeps that way. So you're not ready. Maybe a year from now you will be, and that's cool. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'd love to work with you. Now you know my price structure, so you know what you have to do to catch up to where I am. And I, I, I would love, you know, use me as a free resource. Go to my website. There's free resources there. Tap into that. So I'll stay in touch with you. Um, mm-hmm. But as soon as we meet in the right place, then the magic can happen. But I, I never apologize. I never apologize for my pricing. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And, and, and that's the thing too. In direct sales, we oftentimes don't have control over our pricing. And so, you know, right, the company sets the pricing, you know, so it's really just a matter of if, if you are constantly getting people going, it's too expensive, it's too expensive. You're, you're talking to the wrong people. You're in the wrong, you're in the wrong uh, sandbox. Yeah. You're in the wrong, you just got to go get in the right sandbox people. That's that you got to move. It's like, Oh, wrong playground, (laughs) not just the wrong sandbox, wrong playground. Let's go over here. You know, find the people who, who value that, like really think about what is it about you that got you into the company that you went, Oh, this isn't too expensive. This is great. This is a great value. This is whatever. Then go, go find people who think like that. Right. Go have conversations with people like that because they will never say your stuff is too expensive. If they're getting the value of what they want from that, then it's never too expensive. Agree. hundred percent. Oh my gosh. So this has been an amazing conversation. I'm so glad. I hope a couple of people had some popping, you know, those light bulb moments, those little nuggets. I hope I was able to give some tips that apply them. Yeah. 
action creates reaction. You want results. So apply some of my tips and you'll see magic happens. You know, it's just persistent, consistent, be persistent, consistent in, your, yes. in what you're learning and doing. Right. Yeah. And, and go back and listen to this again, guys, because I'm telling you every time you listen to this episode, every time you listen to it, you are going to pick up something new because as you were listening to it this first time, your mind probably, probably got blown in three different places. If you're like me, <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's be you. honest, three thank different you. places. Your mind just went, Holy crap. Ding. Okay. Go back listen again when you don't, when you're not driving in the car, listen again when you've got, a, when you can sit down and take notes, right? So, but the one place where you don't have to take notes is in the show notes, because what we're going to do is we're going to share with you because Connie has a giveaway for you. She's got something that will cost you nothing to go talk to her, right? So tell us about your 30 second introduction review. Yes, because what's happening because of COVID, we're doing a lot more of this engagement. So taking your value statement, your 30-second commercial from a live forum to this two-dimensional kind of world that we're finding ourselves in. So I created a template. It's a free, it's a free download, and I'm going to give the uh, link uh, to Jenny so she can post it on the show notes. You guys just go. It has a template. And then if you want, and I offer this, you can send it to me. I edit it down and then I do a 15 minute coaching call with you for free. All of that is for free. And if, if you like what I'm teaching, then I have, I have a, a free workshop on, uh, can I share that? Yeah, bring it. Yeah, yeah please I'm, do. I'm not doing a webinar. I'm, I'm a hands-on, let's get in there. Let's manipulate and do things like create yes. change. So on October 5th, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard, I'm, a, I'm in New Jersey, so I'm Eastern Standard. I'm going to do a live workshop where I'm going to break down and show you how to take your 30-second commercial, refine it, and then I'm going to show you how to make it into 17 words. Who I learned that through Kimberly Hobshed. That 17 words, I know our buddy, when you're in this environment and they say, hey, put who you are in the chat. You have your 17 words, copy, paste it, put it in. It's a lot easier to read than a paragraph of information. And what happens is people go, we need to chat after. Here's my email. Email me after. We need to connect. You'll have that concisely. So October 5th, join me. Let's play. We'll, I'll teach you how to do it. I'm going to do three. I'm going to show you three live where I'm going to go through the workshop so you could actually understand what I'm talking about. And then if you want, you can do your template. If you want to send it to me, I'm happy to schedule a 15 minute coaching call with you all, all free. Oh, I love it. I got, I hope you guys are listening to this before October 5th. Otherwise you're going to be kicking yourself. I'm sure at some point, Connie will offer that workshop again. Absolutely. Right. And, and Connie, please let me know the next time you're, you're, you're offering it and then we'll, we'll go in and we'll, we'll promote it on the, on the badass page. So that way people don't miss it. Okay. Perfect. Yes. So yes, everybody, please, if you don't already know how to go check the show notes, what you're going to do, pick up your phone, look at the episode and then just scroll up. Just literally just move up on your phone and you'll see the show notes. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, go check the description below because we're going to have Connie's link to the 30-second introduction and then also the sign-up for her webinar. For, or I'm sorry, not for the webinar, for the workshop. Sorry, mm -hmm. wrong W word. <laughs> and, and will you put the link for the book too yes, for people absolutely. to get that? To make it, I feel like if we make it easy, people are more apt to use the resources that we're providing. 
Absolutely. We will put the link to the book. We will put the link to the introduction and we will have the link to the workshop. So that way, if, if any one of those three things appeals to you guys, you can go jump on that really quickly because this episode is coming out September 28th, 2020. So those of you who are listening and it's already 2021 and you're like, oh crap, I missed it. No, you didn't miss it. The book is there. The, the free download is there. And I'm sure Connie will have the workshop again. Go join her, join her emailing list because you'll find out about it that way for sure. Go to her website, which is down below in the notes in the show notes or in the description of the YouTube. So Connie, thank you for thank sharing you so your much. brilliance. Really oh Aww, my you're gosh. You're a love. Thank you so much. I have said so much fun talking to you. Same, today. same. This, I, and I hope, I really do hope your listeners just got value. For me, it's always about adding value. And this was fun. I loved hanging out with you. Thank you so much for having me on. I really, really do appreciate it. I loved it. It was awesome. Yay. Awesome. And then everybody, she's already invited me to come be on her podcast. So um, <laughs> make sure if you haven't already started following the Badass Direct Sales Mastery podcast page, either on Instagram or Facebook, go follow it now because we will promote my appearance on her show when it goes live at that point in time. So I don't want you guys to miss that because I'm sure we'll have another great conversation. And like I said, this is really and truly going to be the beginning of a beautiful relationship. Connie, I have no doubt in my mind, Kimberly is an amazing connector and she knew, she knew we are just, we are on the same wavelength, girlfriend. She's my badass chick, man. That's what she's, this is why the show, we're all badasses. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. If you're listening to this, you're a badass. Even if you don't feel like you're there yet, I'm telling you because you're listening, you're on your way and totally. you- trust me, you do what Connie says and you're going to be a badass salesperson. <laughs> Let me tell you. So thank you again, Connie. I really appreciate you being here. And hey, everybody, get ready because there's another badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.